so mine actually, as as we have been <laughs> for a while now, like pinging off each other or just being in the same heart space. Mm-hmm. Wow, I can't wait. What is it? My title is This Is My Marathon. This and is so, my marathon. And you said something about that. You're like, is this my marathon? I don't know. Like you were saying something when Amber was like doing Like viewing hers. life as a marathon. Yeah. So not so for me, it wasn't really life as a whole, but um, – and I'm just going to read the little bit that I wrote. I have, I actually have none of the answers to the many questions I have today. <laughs> yes. I'm, oh, hope- that's a good <laughs> I'm hoping that just by us talking it out, that God will bring wisdom and start to show me us and perhaps some of our listeners. Um, because I feel like we, we could all be wondering the same things about like um, – well, I was recently watching the series Alone. I don't know if oh, you guys yes. have ever yep. seen that. Um, it's – it's this show where someone has to literally like they have about 10 participants. They 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 find like the most brutal landscape where they have to f- make their way and survive and live and make a home and kill their food. And we watch this as a family. I was going to say, Kate, so do we. It. Have you so, never seen this? No. And sometimes they do it's, it in pairs and couples. I think, yeah, a few mm-hmm. times they did that. Then they went back to – then they just – I mean, they're making it harder and harder, yeah. I feel. like. Although now they they have more and more people that are, like, experienced. So right now like, I think you kind of have to have, like, some sort of background yeah. where you are you can – It's not me. Amber would be – Yeah, it's like guy. professional live off the gritters. Right. Mm-hmm. And even they are, mm-hmm. like, winnowed and sifted for who's the best yes. survivalist. Starving. It's, yeah. Uh, just bring mm-hmm. me Actual to Jesus. Starving. Just bring me to Jesus. <laughs> Well, so they have to live in these harsh conditions in the wilderness. And one of the men on the the most recent um, seasons described that challenge as my marathon. Mm. Was it the guy who made himself go into ketosis by like sleeping? He just planned to sleep out the rest of his days and like hibernate? No, I don't know. I don't think it was that guy, but wow. That sounds like my spiritual gift right there. So it was like dead of winter. He didn't have much food. So he's like, I'm going to literally make myself, make my heart rate go down like what what animals do when they hibernate through the winter. And that's how he planned to win. Oh, my word. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me if it works. Or freeze to death. Okay, keep going. I think he was warm enough. He had a really good sleeping bag and he had a good shelter that he'd made and he had fire. But he was just like, rather than spend his energy hunting for food, he was going to. Did he get really fat first? A lot of them gain weight now before yeah, they go, but right. he didn't. He was quite thin, but and oh I feel like word. he won. I do think he won. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Well, spoiler alert. Well, I don't know what season that was. We watch oh. random seasons. Oh. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is my marathon, he said. This is what I've trained my whole life for, and now it's time for me to run. And I Ooh. loved that. Ooh. I that what a great little. That. I know. He trained for to be on alone. He trained for survival. Like he's he is a survivalist. He's okay. he has spent his whole life learning how to survive in the wild, and so. Li- but literally, he was like, "This is my marathon. This is what I've trained my whole life for, and now it's time for me to run." And I love that. I love it too. All I can think of, and if I don't say it, you could cut it if you want. All I can think of is the Office when he, <laughs> when Dwight brings Michael out into the woods. You know survivor I mean? man. To survivor man. That's me. Uh, so that's my marathon. Can I get back to the parking lot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like spin me around spin me around Dwight like that's so I'm me. not talking literal marathon I know I know yeah. I'm yeah. talking I like okay. I know but that just popped into my head I had to say it because I was going to start so snorkeling yes totally I love that episode of The Office um, so I'm in my mid 40s now and I still have the feeling that most of the time I don't know what I want to be when I grow up <laughs> 
I don't know if this is a normal artist thing, but I have never felt super certain that I should be or do anything that special other than be a wife, a mama, a struggling artist. Mm -hmm. I have many gifts, but often feel like a jack of all trades, master of none, and feel somewhat tossed about on the waves of the seasons of life, circumstance, and dreams and goals that come and go like a gusty wind. I can be super passionate about something one day and just as passionate in the opposite direction <laughs> that is correct the next I day that. that is correct i don't feel like that's a good thing but i've never figured out how to stop it i don't think it's a bad thing. the only firm it's you, goal it's her. <laughs> the only firm goal post in my life is god and loving him first and clinging to him while i toss about on the waves of all the other things and wife and mom and wife and mama I, mean, you- I know that's one and the same to me I okay, guess yeah. but all the dreams all the spontaneous goals or wishes or tasks or to do's I am thankful that at least I can say that he is my only fixed mark but I am curious what is my race so these are the questions Aww. that I wrote down for mm-hmm. me slash us slash our listeners slash trying to all figure this out together what is my race what has God been preparing me to do for my whole life what did he prepare mm. in advance for me to do? Mm-hmm. I do love that verse. When do I start to run? You've been running your whole life. You've been yeah. running. Okay. See, yeah, yeah you've you're been running. running. This is you're running. running well. Okay, okay. I know. I okay. needed okay. need all of this. I was <laughs> like, okay, I have so many thoughts about this. Okay, this is so good. Okay. I still have more questions, though. Okay. How do I know that it's time? <laughs> Especially with the culture. Are you breathing? <laughs> Am I breathing? That's <laughs> when you know it's time. <laughs> <laughs> when is someone going to cold me? Uh, give me some cold water and splash it on my face? <laughs> Especially with the culture in my beloved country changing. So, yes. and I just want to be clear. Mm-hmm. I am an American. I love America. Mm-hmm. I am so glad to be, to be here. American. I am proud to be. I hang up the flag on Memorial Day. Oh, you do? Yes, we do. Oh, we hang it right over our door. Not just on Memorial Day? And it covers and makes it blue and red in my house. Are you not proud of me? <laughs> I mean, that, proud. that is actually when I know yeah. it's real. She yeah, proud I am proud. <laughs> <laughs> On Memorial Day. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> and it goes down on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the blue and red. I, it's, it's... <laughs> Can we put in Maybe the, the 4th of July? Yeah. That's it. 4th of July goes back up for oh. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Two days a year. Yeah. Um, so especially with the culture um, in mm-hmm. our country changing so fast and furious and heading into what I believe is the dark ages, how can I play my part for this kingdom? How can I make a difference now? What is my marathon? Mm. and um so literally yeah i just wanted to those are the questions Mm. and i wanted to kind of talk it all out and i had a few ideas but like i just feel like i was saying i feel i could feel really passionate i wake up in the morning and i feel really passionate about plexus sometimes and i'm like i'm gonna do this i am (laughs) going to be a diamond today (laughs) i'm telling my boys four hours every night all four hours every night and i will 15 minutes i will do four (laughs) hours that day like a beast Mm mm-hmm like a beast. Like then a beast. The very next day, I'm like, I really need to write. I'm a writer. I need to write now. Like, just do I'm like, a like 20 minutes a day. I know. Let's poor Amy. She's like, will you just do, give me five. Give me five minutes a day. Give me five minutes a day. I was like, oh, oh, I'm like, so we're time. so much alike in that way. I'm the consistency bug. Yeah. <laughs> Monday, I'm a painter. Tuesday, I'm a writer. Wednesday, I'm a plexister. Thursday, I'm a mom. Five, five, well, all the days, I'm a mom. But I was like, you're a mom more than one day. But do you know what I... I, I do. I toss, know it's... Just toss, toss about, like the waves of the sea. But I but I, 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 I think when I heard him say... This is mostly just points to ponder because I think when I heard him say that and I just... It really pricked me. And mm. I was like, what is my marathon? 
What is my marathon? What have I been training for my whole life? Or what am I really, really, really good at that God has made me this way? This is my, Mm. this is in my DNA. Yeah. This is what the cloth, when he chose the cloth to cut me out of, this is the cloth that he cut Mm. me out of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I still wonder. Your one big moment or whatever. Well, I just wonder what kind of cloth am I cut off? Mm Because I think I feel so... I feel so easily inspired. I feel so easily like I could, you know, I actually wish I get this from my dad who thinks he's going to live for a million years. Although I don't think he thinks that anymore. I think for a while he was just like queuing up so many projects (laughs) that we were like, dad, in order to get all these done, you're going to have to live like a thousand years. (laughs) Like we need to. You're not Moses, dad. (laughs) Right. Well, I, I totally get, I wish I could live a million years and be like something different every thousand. Well, in the end, in a previous podcast, y'all mocked me because I wanted to live to be a hundred, and you both were like, "No, no. take me home." Well, that's because we know we can't live for a million years. I either want to live for a million or for eighty-five. Mm. <laughs> eighty-five, okay. Nothing in betwixt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I I feel very similar. I think it's because we are. I for I think you and I I I don't know you as well, right, Amy. But me and Ray are big. We're big dreamers, mm-hmm. and I've always like I've always thought that there was something big for me. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't like I, but I as I get older, that feeling of like n- like maybe I thought totally, I, yeah. I feel like I'm like I just think I'm good. Like yeah, yeah. And for me, I can only speak for myself. Like for me, I think with that what was weighing on my heart is wanting to be remembered. I feel like wanting so Wanting to op- make an impact Impact, on yeah. That's like, me. I think that's, that's what I, right. you know, like, for me, my narrative has always been that I'm unwanted and unloved. Mm-hmm. And so, like, nothing would, like, so to be wanted and to be loved, especially in our society, mm-hmm. is to be famous. Like, mm-hmm. having everybody mm-hmm. know me, I know that's what drove me when I was what, with my wedding planning. Like, I couldn't just be... It couldn't just be a wedding planner that just did some weddings on the summer to get a little break and make some make extra some money. Make, make extra income. No, no. I was going to be in the New York Times. I was going to do the, you the know, posh weddings. The the most of the mm-hmm. 1% weddings. Mm-hmm. And I did. Right. And it whatever. You know what I mean? Like and mm-hmm. you know like I I di- I was nationally recognized, but I didn't Martha Stewart was at, at some of yes, weddings. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like I've done it and yeah, it's a great story to say that I've met this billionaire or oh I shook hands with this person or mm-hmm. but like they don't they kinda know who I am. They'd be like, Oh yeah, that wedding planner, she was spunky or whatever mm-hmm. they would you know, like, but mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not remembered. They're not coming to my funeral when I right. die. Like mm-hmm. there's and, not gonna and be now the person that we are now, it's like that, what was that? Yeah, that was I did a that, waste but, of time. Mm-hmm, yeah. But it wasn't, right? Oh, like everything part of your means, story. It's part of my story. But like I think that's what it was for me for so long was mm-hmm. even with even with teaching and taking breaks from teaching at different times, like there was this teacher that taught all my children kindergarten. And like yes. I wanted to be the next Mrs. I'll say S. You mm-hmm. know, like I wanted to be her. Like I wanted you know, to have a plaque like that there are this or like Mrs. 
Mrs. Heath, who was like Peter's favorite teacher that taught for years that everybody yeah. loved her. Like yeah. whether they had her her first mm-hmm. year or her last year, everyone, you would ask them, who's your favorite teacher? And they'd always say Mrs. Heath. Mm-hmm. But even that, that's still just the small sphere. Mm-hmm. So I think what that is, is we want to know what we're doing is matters. matters. Does and it matter? Important. Do I matter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I think there's that skill and that piece in me. And just recently I've had peace about that of like, if my children remember me and they speak fondly of me mm-hmm. to their children, even if I do not meet my grandchildren, which Lord, please let me meet my grandchildren. But even if I don't, if that's Aww. not in his will, mm-hmm. yeah, I, that will be enough. I always think that I was mm-hmm. like it's in scripture, the Lord's view of success is so different than the world's view of success. Yes. Mm-hmm. And because I'm the same way, I, I maybe fame, famous in my mind, not necessarily, I don't want the world to know me, but I, I want to make an impact on yeah. people's lives. I want to make a difference. I want to, do you know what I mean? Like touch and influence people's lives. Not like an influencer on social media, but like an, like an influence for the mm-hmm. kingdom and for whatever. Yeah. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think, like if you look at Jesus's ministry and Jesus's life, he did quote unquote ministry for three years. That was it. And his whole life, like he was, the Bible says he wasn't anything to look at. Mm -hmm. He um, was a carpenter from one of the humblest families. And he like, if he wasn't Jesus, his life was pretty like in scripture. You know what I mean? And I think Mm -hmm. like that's the model is we're just, wherever he puts it, wherever he went, he touched lives. Mm -hmm. Wherever he went, he pointed people to Jesus. And it was not grand and it wasn't, like what he did for us was grand, but as, I'm just saying like right, his, life, know, his, his life, his day-to-day life, his day-to-day life. Like yeah. he calls us to be faithful and the Bible says he grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. And so when you're like, what am I doing? Like I, I battle the same things, but yeah. I'm so passionate about like when people are like, am I even, I'm like, oh my gosh, you've, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're walking in faith. You're loving people. Well, you're, you're honoring, you're touching. I think when we get to heaven, one of the coolest things will be all the little people's lives that we've touched and because of all the think of all the people's lives who've touched us mm-hmm. and just t- that, that, when that person said this it it said it, it planted a seed when that person it, you know had that made made time for me it planted a seed here so like just mm-hmm. satan is such a jerk and he wants us to be like unless you do something grand it's it doesn't it's not worthy whereas in a lot of it's heart motive too right like if i'm scrubbing my toilet on my hands and knees for from my family and i'm doing the Bible says to do everything for the glory of God. Put your heart and soul into everything. Amy paraphrase. Or mm-hmm. an evangelist is preaching from the stage and thousands come to Christ, but he's like, look what I did. Look what I did. Yeah. You know, the Lord's like, he's already, his reward, he just got his reward because his motive wasn't for mm-hmm. glory, for heaven or for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like we, our view is so tainted of what is success and what is, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, like totally. I think that's the noise that, that, constantly conflicts with that peaceful place that I'm trying to get to and Mm -hmm. stay at where it's like he's called me to be a homemaker to be a mom to be a wife to be happy at home to be to fill my days with others like Mm -hmm. serving others starting with my family and having it kind of cascade yeah out and 
And yet there's like this sort of deep longing to, like you were saying, Amber, mm-hmm. for something big, that right. this thing oh, that I'm too. working yeah. towards where I'm like, there must be something that I'm supposed to be mm. doing. Look what I did. As well, yeah. right, mm-hmm. that I can prove, that I can see, that I can touch, that mm-hmm. yeah. that that is like this every day I get up and I'm like, I do this. Um, and it has more of like a big spherical beingness mm-hmm. where it's like, that's the thing that I'm was made to do. Right. And and it is totally possible that my whole life could end today and that God's like, you finished your race? Yeah. You're I know. Now. Is that amazing? Like, we don't know. Right. And I don't feel like I ever did anything very grand. And so it's like, he's like, you're good. You're done. Good yeah. job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I feel like I didn't do anything. I had, I had more to leave on the court, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. right. I know. I feel bad for kids these days. It's so funny. When did I become old that I even said that sentence? But it's true. <laughs> kids these days. You know, like, these but days. even us, but even us, like back, you know, 100 years ago or even 50 years ago, you did what your dad did. You know what I mean? So like if yeah. your dad was a farmer, you were a farmer. If your dad was a carpenter, you were a carpenter. If You, you lived know, in your little community and went and you, to church you, on Sunday. And, yeah. And, and now there's so business. much. Like I have teenagers who are, you know, making lie Like they are becoming grownups. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is the hardest thing is that there's so much for them to do. And they're just like, I, I almost too many options. There's so many <laughs> options. There's too many options. It, it's, yeah. And it's actually not true. I, I heard I don't know who, which wise person, but it was a wise person. It was like, you can't do anything. People are like, you can be anything and do anything. It's like, no, no we really. really can't all be doctors. The NBA really is not for me. All be <laughs> NBA player. Like that. You're tone deaf. Sorry. Well, right. <laughs> not happening. I get. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I yeah. get what you're saying. Like, go for it and whatever. But like, you, God has made every human with specific gifts with specific wisdom, with specific tendencies towards like mm-hmm. science or art or music or math or yeah. history. Or- and even that, like jobs aren't like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's so hard. Like, right. you know, Parker's like, I love history and, you know, and I love to travel. And, and so he's like, uh, like, but, like <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's really, I'm good yeah. with people. Like what? Uh, uh, right. How do I make teacher? a job? Like, how, but, like he's like, uh, uh, I want his family someday to support. Okay, well there goes teaching. Like, you know, like there's right. Well, like there's trades are becoming more trades valuable the, again. Yeah, yeah, trades, and but six skills. Yeah, and that and yeah. then, but you know, he's like, so that's the thing. It's like there's all these different like what what does like you know I. My dad has a trade and he does well, but his body is falling apart, you know, like, mm-hmm. and so it's like, there's pros and cons to everything. Right. And everybody, where they're, and so, but it's just so weird because it's like, there's so many people and, you know, no, not everyone can be an Instagram influencer or a YouTuber <laughs> or a, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, an adult that plays with Legos. Yes. Which was, yes. that's on Henry's list. One of the things. I was just like, Well, he's uh, also a pilot, right? Yeah, he does. He wants to be a pilot. Jesse or, wants to be a, and I quote, legendary barber. I'm like, actually, I'm sure that's good. Will be. I that, think that's see, a good that's skill. a simple trade. You need a haircut. We will always need health professionals. As much as our health system is screwed up, we still need doctors and nurses. We still need people to triage us and help us put our body parts back on if they fall off. And mm-hmm. it's like that... There are things that will always be needed. We always need food. 
<laughs> right. But we can't, kids can't go to school today. Like I think even when we went to college, I'm going to go to school to study puffins and be, that's what right. my job's going to be. It's like, ah, uh, I don't think you're going to make money doing that now. Right. Or you can't just go to school to learn about birds and get a really good job <laughs> to, right. support a to support a family on yes. your bird yeah. Degree, <laughs> right. I know it's, it is. It's really unless it's going to affect change and, in the climate. <laughs> yeah. That might not be a great focus, right? Or, yeah. or like, yeah. So it's just the world, and, and I think it's so much different. of that is that we, our world is, it's too big in some ways. It's, well, it's true. It is it's true. It's too big. It's yes. so overwhelming, and so you know, the little like I think. Honestly, of our music teacher Rachel, she just retired. This was she just did her last concert yesterday after teaching for forty years. And like in our community, think of all the hundreds of people that she affected mm-hmm. and helped love music and change. And some are quite well known and in New York, and some are mm-hmm. me, who's not. But like, <laughs> but like she has had such a big effect and change. And even that, forty years of teaching. Now, because of social media and how connected we all are, mm-hmm. that's like a drop in the bucket compared to growth. So, so much value. I would so much rather have like it would be so fun if there was generations of teachers, which in our little school there actually yeah. is. But it's it is sad. I think we the, with the bigness and the, everything's available, we've lost all of the all small the town small, community yeah. things. Or I think it, but it's it's changed our perspective of what your race is. I think right. I think uh, I yeah. think what your marathon is. I think a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. you would see that you're you're doing your marathon, and it would be beautiful and wonderful, mm-hmm. and you would feel like you were making a change because getting the food totally. on the table was hard, and making yeah. the clothes was hard, and so you were doing it, and your children were thriving, and they were succeeding, and they were growing, and no one, you know, on the Oregon Trail, no one had died of dysentery yet, so we were all like, <laughs> yeah. so we we're, we're winning at life, killing it. we're killing it, you're right, hundred But now, right, I think and I have. shot the buffalo that fed my whole tribe, right? Yeah. It's like, Go me, that no, was my big we moment. Are killing it, <laughs> yeah. we are killing life, but now I'm learning is, how to hunt. Maybe yes, baby. But now. <laughs> the world is just so big. Well, Kevin listened to us. A, yeah. It feels like drops. We're less. But our brains, he was listening to a podcast a while ago and was telling me about it. This doctor was on there. He's like, our brains were not meant to know. Mm-hmm. All that's going on in the whole wide world yeah, with the web, with the with the www <laughs> World Wide Web, the like with the interweb, like we our brain is full of so much that back in the day we weren't supposed to know what's yeah. happening over in Syria, in Uruguay, in Zimbabwe, in right. so now we're we're like exploding mm-hmm. with knowledge and anxiety and anxiety. That's and what it's stress. created in our brain: anxiety and stress. Where he's like, you know, yes, you need to know about world events or whatever, but that's not what he's saying. But like we. We have we know everything now. It's too much. It's too much. And what it does is it takes a it. It's a distraction. Yeah. Yeah. What of what? Hundred percent. And that's that was for me mm-hmm. when I. That's what made me walk away from the wedding industry was. Mm-hmm. I was always a content person, like ish, like mm-hmm. I like, and I became so. I thought I was becoming a narcissist because what was I doing? I was selling myself. I was pushing myself. If somebody else got a wedding, I was judging theirs and saying, I would have done it this way. Or, you know, like I became so engrossed with being and going and doing and being and going that like 
to the average Joe, what I was able to accomplish is pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. But I was never good enough. Like I could never accept my Mm-hmm. My, right, good, my goodness, because be somebody was better and I had to get there. Mm-hmm. And that would have been, never would have happened Mm-mm. before the internet. Like, I, you know, like before. because sure, you can do, you could beast out a wedding that you planned for six months and then executed in four days and and used up that much of your life and your energy and your skills and then crumpled into a heap in your bed, got on Instagram, saw someone else do a wedding. You're like, oh, I should have done that. Yeah. That's so much better. And that's what you're – I think that's what we're seeing with everything. I think that's why I'm going to use the wedding industry because it's just such an easy example. But like that's why they're becoming more and more obnoxious. Yes. That's why everything's becoming more. Everything's – but yeah, that's what I mean. But like weddings, it's like an actually you can see it like – Remember back in the day where people just like I yeah. saw a little meme where it says make going to the, the city hall and signing something with your family uh-huh. and having a dinner be beautiful again, mm-hmm. like or a simple backyard wedding. wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I love that. Still, one of my favorite weddings is my brother Josh's wedding, which was they had a cute little little modest tent. They got married in their backyard with just like literally 20 people. It was just family and a few of their best friends. Mm. Their dog was their ring bearer. Oh my goodness, that's funny. Yeah, remember everyone dressed similar colors. I don't know. We somehow figured it out, but it was so simple. It yeah, didn't cost it a thing. People brought burgers and I salads. I love that, potluck. My wedding was, was potluck. potluck. Cupcakes mm-hmm. were the wedding and they were adorable. Mm-hmm. And they made for the cutest pictures. They had sparklers, which they just took a few little wedding pictures with their sparkler and then it was done. And it was so... It didn't cost millions of dollars and it wasn't like we were dying. We woke up and made like a country family breakfast that morning all together. It was like perfect. Yeah. It was literally the best wedding I've ever been to. I love that. Mm -hmm. Because it was, yeah, I think that, so anyway, that's why I think you feel like you're not running a race is because. Well, in comparison to what's her face who like not only built her house but themes it every month mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. What? Who is what's her face? <laughs> no, I'm just you know what I'm oh, saying yeah. like oh, on oh, Instagram. Like, yeah, there's always oh, somebody else that's yeah. doing something bigger and better than you could be that you feel like you could be doing it, and so that that gives you and this undertow. Of, to- they're yes. panicking too, though, because oh, they're they get someone they're comparing yeah. to for sure, or yeah. they know they're the the leading whatever, and so lest someone beat me and they become the oh, leading gosh, yeah, influencer in this arena yeah Yeah. i don't even yeah it's fun it's weird like a a, for me the the paradox of wanting more but but wanting less at the same time yes you are totally you are a paradox in many arenas i think she is yeah in many arenas (laughs) but no you do you want more but it would actually look less yeah that's good it, it would, would look, look less. Right. It Your would more look would look less. Your it more would look, less. Would look yeah. less. Right. It would just be a little bigger and a little whiter. In but the, it would still be way simple. It would be. It would be simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I, yeah. I don't want to wax nostalgic on all the things that I want, but I just, I, I for whatever reason, that quote um, that when he said that, I, it made me wonder, oh, I wonder what is, what's my marathon? What am I, what race am I running? And am I running it? towards god and yes. i'm running it towards myself for sure every day it's a struggle because mm. the, all the the checks and balances of mm-hmm. social media versus real life versus and i i find myself as i get older wanting less and less of all the noise mm-hmm. i i care less and less 
Like I, I, I feel very protective of my fam, my boys and wanting them to not get addicted to the noise mm-hmm. and the comparison. And I, I think I've already lost some battles on that front, but like I, they're still really good humans mm-hmm. <laughs> and to keep showing, keep living out what that means. And I do think there's like sort of a paradox of striving versus being thankful mm-hmm. versus striving for a goal versus being thankful. And God does want us to be busy with our hands. He does ask us to be hard workers. Yeah. And so finding like, what's my plow putting your hand to the plow or whatever. The yeah. Yeah. Is. It's like, what's, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. what's my marathon? What, 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 what am I plowing? What am I plowing? Where's my field? Obviously I'm having an identity crisis. I, <laughs> And I, I actually am. I feel like that this season, I'm, I'm in a couple of days, I turn 45. And it's Woo! like, yeah, yes, right. so we're going to go to Nashville. Hot. Right? Yes. <laughs> we're going Perplexus away. convention. Yes. It's going to be great. Um, Just, I don't know. I was like, I know that God is asking me to do good things. And this is even part of it. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm asking you. He did set. He gave me skills. Mm-hmm. Back when Sam was a baby, I started recording some music and I got all of the stuff that I'm actually still using today for this podcast. And I learned in very slow increments how to record things, how to edit, how to move sound around. And not very well. I was like, I feel like still pretty rudimentary. <laughs> and sometimes I listen, I'm like, well, this could be a lot louder. Like I have to have it jacked up to 21 <laughs> in the car. Whereas compared, do you guys even notice stuff like that? No, no. no. Okay, see, yeah. So <laughs> I think it sounds better it's than a lot of podcasts. Like I'm so glad to... she didn't put in what I said. Phew. She took I know. That out. I'm always like, Phew, <laughs> cut good that. job, Ray Ray. <laughs> yeah, but so that's one of the things. As I'm even sitting here talking about this, I was like, this is one of the things he prepared in advance for mm-hmm. me to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, over ten years ago, I remember telling my mom. I have a calling in my heart, a still small voice in my heart that says, you should teach everyone, like thousands of people things, Hmm. uh, mostly about home and stuff like that. And this is literally a platform where that Mm -hmm. reaches thousands of people. It's not what I thought. I thought it would mean public speaking, Mm. which scared me to death. Same. But this is a version of public speaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We are speaking to the public. And I was like, this is a very easy sort of soft landing platform for that, that God was so kind to train me to do. Yep. I think too, like, because we don't know, and he may still call you just to, to, in our quote unquote, our world greatness. But I think a lot of the people that in scripture he called to greatness, he called them out of a very ordinary first, but they were being faithful in what they were. Like yeah. David was a shepherd and he was very faithful mm-hmm. in his shepherding, right? And then when he called him to be a king or he called him to be a warrior um, to fight Goliath, David had already been in his mundane where nobody even saw him. Right. He's like, like I've, I, well, or, or he's like, I killed a lion that was trying to take over my sheep. I killed a bear that was trying to take over my sheep. Like he's like, I'm not afraid of a giant. Like the Lord was preparing him for the giant in his mundane that nobody was even, maybe his parents or his brothers didn't even know he killed the lion that day. Yeah. But like, I feel like kind of that's, we just, we don't know. Right. And we also don't know. I say this, I feel like on so many podcasts, we battle not against flesh and blood, right? So we don't see mm-hmm. the, the spiritual world that's happening. Yeah. 
outside of this physical world. And so we don't know, like you just being obedient and hanging out with that little girl you've been hanging out with, Mm -hmm. you don't know the kingdom impact that's going to have someday or that could have. So to you, it's, it's mundane, it's simple, but you, which I think a lot of people wouldn't do said, yeah, I'll give up my afternoon and take her out for coffee. That was very unselfish. I think some people wouldn't even do that. So I think mm-hmm. some things, some gifts God gives us and some things that we're good at, that's come so natural to us. We just assume everybody else is good at mm-hmm. it too. You are very good at mm-hmm. dropping anything for anyone. Mm-hmm. Always, you know, mm-hmm. and so what's, but what seems super minimal and small, who knows what the Lord's going to do with that life that, because you built into her, mm-hmm. you know, and that to your music teacher that you were talking about, like she probably has impacted thousands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because that because she impacted that kid who got married and impacted, I mean, like mm-hmm. we just, we don't see and we don't know. We may never know until eternity. Yeah. And maybe in, in the whole getting back to just wrapping it up with the race thing, it's like, I might be that, that disabled person that needs water every two seconds and for the whole race and never, and you know, struggling to get to the finish line, like literally struggling or confused and going the wrong way half the time. <laughs> Being like, oh, I think I'm going to go over here. This looks easier, better, prettier. Buttercups, let's go pick some. Somebody made brownies. <laughs> and that's, uh, right? Like, yeah. That's, that might, that just might, I'm Kramer or what, you know, I'm just a weird friend that's always going to be weird, even while we're running the race. <laughs> Maybe eventually I'll need a wheelchair and you guys have to push me to the end. I will push you to the end of the race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> we have the best dead <laughs> <laughs>